Hello, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Uh, tonight we're going to be playing more Pacific City Zeros. I'm John. I'm going to be running the game uh, with me tonight. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm going to be resuming the role of Brian the Beyonder. Uh, hello, my name is Harry. I'm going to be playing Vincent Avery, a.k.a. Vindictive. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm going to be playing the role of Quintess. Hi, my name is Sam, and I'm new to the um, the whole thing, but I will be playing the role of Casilla. And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to be playing Victor Adeus, a.k.a. The Liquidator. All right, so um, last time, the the Zeros uh, dealt with a rogue genie. Well, dealt with is a strong word. You you, you drove him off and left a, uh, a, a child with a bunch of superpowers, but, you know... As in, uh, so... Uh, you're moderately effective at, at dealing with that that issue, um, but at the same time, uh, for the second time, uh, Quintess lost total control over the void, which uh, kind of endangered a lot of people, including the small child with superpowers. Uh, so we're gonna pick up, uh, you know, a uh, couple weeks later with uh, Brian. You sense. Uh, a, a, a weird buildup of, uh, of magic uh, coming from underneath the city. Okay. Uh, uh, you would actually say that this is a, a, a similar buildup. You've, you felt something like this before back, uh, back during the holidays. Uh, the the buildup of cold. Okay. Huh. Uh, uh, what else can you tell me about it? Like, is there any sort of feeling or sensation to this? Uh, well, if you uh, want, you can uh, you can take a look at your uh, mystic tools, the ones you know that you use to monitor magic in Pacific City. Yep, I'm going to do that exactly. So I guess I'm rolling with magical lore and remote viewing and oh. all that stuff. Sorry, mm -hmm. speaking of which, we should figure out what we're going to be doing with our hero points. Uh, I believe you guys got three last time. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, if... Real quick, everyone just, are you going to get three singles, a two and a one, or a three? I'm taking a plus three, three for me. Yep, I'm also going to get plus three. I'm getting a plus two and a plus one. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll get a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, you weren't there for that session, so you do not get anything. Yeah, it, it happens to everyone, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, for my character, I am going to roll uh, 2d10s and a d8. Uh, my mid-die for this was only a two, so I am not going to take the, uh, succeed with a major twist. Uh, are you sure none of your principles apply to this? Uh, just a sec. Hmm. Principle of magic. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, okay, yes. So, uh, that is actually a five, then. Okay, so that's success with a minor twist. Sure, I'll uh, take it. So, what is the minor twist associated with that principle? What weird curse is now following you around? Um, all right. So you, um, uh, you pull up the, um, uh, your, your viewing globe and, you know, set up all of your stuff to, to observe the area. Um, and it seems that while the, 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 there's an initial magical pulse that happened, um, in the, the, basically around the, the area where, uh, you and the others fought cold last time. It's now uh, moving through uh, the underground, uh, somewhere in the tunnels underneath uh, Pacific City. Hmm, okay. 
So yeah, I'm gonna track its progress for a little bit. That is indeed disturbing! Um, just double check. Oh, about what time of year would you say this is? Uh, this is limited time. You know, it's okay. it's not it's, it's not, not the holidays. It's not right. the holidays. It's not winter. It's been it's... months since that incident, so yeah. probably around like middle, like middle of spring, I think. All right. So I will ask you guys what familial uh, event is going through Brian's life for his everyday suburban living that is causing him to be a little distracted by this. Obviously, wait, wait, would you consider that a curse? <laughs> um, sorry, um, Jonathan, what was that? Oh, I, I was going to say, obviously, your your wedding anniversary. Mm, okay. So, uh, yeah, basically, um, uh, yeah, I made sure that the uh, kids have all gone to sleepovers, uh, so that and that uh, Leland is, is in his crib, and uh, yeah, we've gotten. Uh, I'm getting the dinner prepared. I've got, uh, yeah, the wine uh, ready and everything, but I have maybe uh, five hours to go before, yeah, um, my wife and I are ready to have, you know, our evening. So it's middle of the day right now. So, uh, why today of all days? Truly, I cannot catch a break. And so I am going to start messaging the others. So Quintess, uh, Vindictive, Liquidator... Uh, the whole team. Uh, has not responded to any texts since you saw her last. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Alright, so while Brian is getting the team together, uh, Casilla, uh, how do you arrive in Pacific City? Um, I wanted to ask, is, is Pacific City, like, is it on, like, is it adjacent to the ocean, or is it, like, inland? Yeah, Pacific uh, Northwest. Okay. Yeah, it, it, is, it is very much not Vancouver. Okay. Um, well, not not Vancouver and not Seattle put yeah. together. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I'm gonna say that Casila um, has basically gone across the Pacific Ocean with Yeshi on what is the equivalent of a wooden dinghy. Um, like it, you don't really know how. Like, do, do you know that scene in? Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, where, where Jack Sparrow comes in to the, to the dock, and he's oh, yeah. like, "It's like the ship is sinking," as he's yeah, going. Yeah, he just in. walks off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. But it's it's not quite sinking, but it is like beat the fuck up, as, mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna like, like park that shit in a random dock, and and, and I'll like look over at Yeshi and be like, "Is this it?" Oh, are we, uh, did we go the wrong way again? And yes, Yeshi will get, will just say, I don't know. I have never been here. I'm going to say that this is it. <laughs> I can't do any more roaring. <laughs> what do we do now? Mm, this is your quest, not mine. Okay. Okay. Uh... Um, just to double check. When you say Yeshi, who are they exactly? Um, the, the master? Yeah, Yeshi is the, the the grandmaster. My um, my uh, basically uh, Suido mother. Um, sh she's the the person who adopted. Okay, and could you maybe uh, describe both your character and her for the sake of the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Yeshi herself is um, she she's several hundred years old, and she looks several hundred years old. Mm. Um, 
she's got a massive mane of like gray whitish hair that kind of bushy around her and looks pretty disgusting okay uh, her, her skin is um like both craggly and like crackly but also mm. saggy and and like kind of wet like mm. old people do um and she's hunched over so she kind of looks like a lowercase a in a way um <laughs> and... fuck i'm sorry that's just it's a good it's a good <laughs> <laughs> and yeah no and 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 she she's wearing like um rags uh, like not not particularly like that like you can tell that the rags used to be quite nice clothing but these rags have been clean or replaced in probably a very very long time and then strapped to her arms her neck and you know the rest of the the rags pretty much are an assortment of uh small trinkets and good luck charms and mm. um just general mementos that that she's kept over time um so she has like yes she herself is is, is very much so like the depiction of like think old <clears throat> think ancient think um like decrepit looking mm. um, ancient master yeah she she carries and she carries no visible blade on her by the way um and um Kasila, however is is a completely different story um Kasila, she is very much so concerned about fashion but the thing is is that she doesn't really have a whole lot of fashion to go off of Mm. Um, she's, she, she's done her best and by her best, it means that she, what she's found, you know, while she's been traveling, she, she's hoarded and she's kept as much of it as she can Yes, and studied it meticulously. And she thinks that because of that, she's got a very good, um, uh, sense of what makes her like, she thinks that she looks fashionable. What she actually looks like is, um... Uh, do you know um, what a gyaru is? Uh, yeah, that is a yeah a Japanese style of um, it's, it's a Japanese and... yeah it's it's a, well, it's a Japanese style where essentially um, they 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 wear like um, very thick makeup and mm. they have bleached blonde hair. Yeah, and it's and... very Western like high like it's like a it's like a. Um, like a Westaboo almost. A, 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 yeah, a bas it's a bastardization of Western of Western fashion through the through a Japanese lens. Like an exaggeration. Yeah. And super tan skin, right? Super tan skin. Kasila like has super tan skin already. So mm. she doesn't like that that doesn't look any like she's not got like a bunch of like what is essentially blackface on. Okay, <laughs> so it's it's natural for her. Yeah, it's natural for her. So she just has very she has dark skin and very bright. Yeah white hair she, she 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 has bleach blonde hair a oh, bleach blonde and, okay yeah bleach blonde hair and um she she has very yeah dark skin and um she's wearing um very like western fashion as much as she can um so she's got like a, a leather jacket on but and, and she's got like a skirt and um she's like she, she's got some like you know um rip jeans on and such she, mm -hmm. she's trying her best but like the thing is that like i said she can't really get a hold of a whole lot so mm. she's just trying to like 
what she can get is she's she's using, and so sometimes it doesn't actually match uh, right, right, one right. thing or another. So um, if you looked at it from like one section at a time, like just like like waist up, you, you would actually you, you might think it was actually kind of fashionable. But like if you get it from like the whole picture, it actually looks a little like gaudy and and, and um, strange. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's a little weird. Um, uh, and um, yeah, and and she herself is wearing makeup, but it's very poorly applied. She doesn't really know how to to wear it. Mm. And um, she is uh, also, I'm guessing, she has a very very large backpack, like one of those like traveling backpacks that um, uh, like hikers have. And it is stuffed full of stuff because she just took everything on her way over here. Mm. And yeah, as she she gets off of the her little dinghy, she's going to sort of like plant the backpack out down on the ground and like open it up and start like removing stuff, which is just like um, shirts that she found over time or um, like books and fashion wow. magazines and like or like newspaper clips and stuff and um, in general and she's just going to be like kind of like frantically digging through all of this stuff and she's going to go yes she auntie auntie where's the article i know i put it here near the top where i need i need it i need to do i need to find them haven't you read that article enough to recite it from memory but what if i get it wrong what if i misspell then, and then everybody will not will think that I am going after the wrong person. I don't. This is my what? This is my chance to be a famous other people where they can find them. And she's going to take out like a blank piece of paper and like a bunch of coloring pencils of random colors and start like literally trying to like draw pictures of. Um, can, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure how you would describe them, but basically, um, I'm going to draw pictures of uh, the harpy, um, Epimethia, Okay, so and a picture of a harpy, a giant bronze statue, and a, a Mexican luchador in that or wearing a suit in that order. Yeah, with a cape. No goddamn respect. So, so well, well, that's the, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I, I asked. Um, uh, John yesterday, who 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 would the the the, the, the three people be, and, and that's that's what he gave me. So so that that that's what the newspaper article has. I mean, I mean that's fair. Yeah, of the original core team uh, of the original torch team, who are the three members who stand out the most? The giant statue, the 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 notorious harpy, and the loudest person on the team. Yes, who has repeatedly <laughs> said that he's the representative of said team. So, I don't think um, so. I don't think he said that. One of your principles is literally the principle of the team. Yeah, but it's not the principle of being, like, it's a principle of, I think, being a part of the team, not the principle mm -hmm. of, like, I'm the team leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, but yeah, uh, Kasila is, is drawing. Now, she she's not very good at drawing, and she, she's also using pencil crayons, um, and she's just trying to use likenesses because she can't find the, um, the, 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 the article. Until about halfway through when she realizes that, like, oh, wait, shit, it was in my pocket the whole time. And, and she'll take it out and she'll be like, oh, why did I use green? It's not green, it's blue. 
and, and, and yeah, she's just gonna sort of spend some time um, making up a picture of like, do you see, do you know these people? Okay, so uh, we'll leave you there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so Quintess, I assume that you are generally just hanging out in your home slash abandoned subway car. Uh, that and the new uh, the new uh, hidey hole that that she found. So mm-hmm. she's been dividing her time between those two places. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say Quintess uh, kind of like absentmindedly is like moving things around and knocks uh, the burner phone uh, that she got uh, onto the ground. Uh, looking down at it, realizes, oh, I guess I haven't charged that in a while. And then uh, after charging it, it's going to uh, turn it on. And uh, how many messages from Brian would there be, do you think? Chris? A lot. Uh, if basically, um, there's been about one, ever since you stopped responding to him, he's been trying to text you for at least once a day just to check in and see if you're all right, mm-hmm. just in case something might've happened to you. Mm-hmm. So at, at this Quintess is, uh, mm, looks down like he's a little concerned. Uh, but then it's also like, uh, like it's, it's, she does some pacing, uh, for about an hour before, responding to what's the most recent text that, uh, Brian, that like, what, would, what would brian have actually said uh the most recent text uh reads in all caps quintess uh there is a problem with a magical anomaly um it is similar to what happened during the holiday season i fear that the entire city may be in peril once again can i uh, request your aid so it's three texts then <laughs> no 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 that's one text one text uh Okay, uh, Quintess will just respond, after sitting looking at the problem, will just respond, yes. <laughs> and then okay. realize, and then realize, uh, five minutes later, and re- uh, that she didn't ask, like, any details, and ask, where? Question mark. Too late, uh, Brian is already teleporting into your place in the subway. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he appears in a flash of blue light, and... Quintess, you responded to my text after so long! Uh, Alright, so uh, what Brian is uh, greeted with is uh, Quintess, uh, except, you know, you ever uh, watch X-Men 2 or see the comic uh, where Wolverine gets out of the Weapon X program and he has all the cables and shit attached to his body? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, so you, so you, it's the, like, uh, the the hazmat suit, but then like a bunch of modules and tubes you see are like plugged in. You see, there's actually a tube which she seems to have actually gotten down the neck hole, like between the the space between her neck and the uh, actual suit. Um, okay. And uh, they they're just like you can hear like a persistent hum as the machines are all on. Um, and her her face is even partially obscured that as she's wearing what looks like one of those big chunky visors. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm seeing all of this. And Quintess, is everything all right? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh. So sorry. Let me clean up. And you see, like she begins like moving. Like she realize like, what she seems focused on is not uh her person like the way she looks uh. You, you see, you maybe get the vibe that she's already gotten used to it, but more that like you're seeing her disgusting state that she lives in, and she's like moving boxes and 
like trying to hide things. Uh, Qu- Quintess, what what has happened to you? Oh, uh, well, I got really uh, focused on uh, uh, the research, so I didn't clean. Uh, and then, well, uh, you know, the pizza place just kept throwing out perfectly good pizzas. So, no, uh, not, not that. I mean, you're you look like you should be in a hospital or a laboratory or something similar. You're covered in cables. Oh. Uh, well, uh, funny you should mention that, uh, after the, um, uh, incident, uh, I did some, uh, soul searching, uh, and then I did some sewer searching, um, and I, uh, found, uh, well, there was a, a research facility just, uh, under the sewers, and, uh, I found uh, all of all of this, and you see her motion to, both to her body and then over into the corner, where you see there are like a bunch of machines of various levels of disrepair, which seem to have been like taken apart um, and some reassembled, almost like when you see a Lego set that the kid has like had two or three tries on, where they've yeah. like taken it and now the the pirate ship is like cut in half and the top part has become like some sort of robot, right? Um, and uh, she she motions to it as if it's not very normal. And uh, well, I took some of it, um, and I, I had an epiphany that uh, all I needed to do was uh, understand it. And if I understood it, I could control it. And then if I could control it, then I wouldn't have to worry about it. So uh, uh, it's all good. Uh, now I've uh, now now everything's great. And you see your motion to the. All, all the cables one of one of which has you see like has a purple liquid through it like from one side into the into one of the like ports on her body and you're not sure what it is are you sure this is safe um yes <laughs> the fact that you hesitated does not fill me with satisfaction uh well uh i would well, if you'd like to see my schematics, you see she begins pushing pizza boxes uh, uh, away, and you, she begins, you see her picking up like big rolls of like paper, and she opens them, showing you like a big diagram of stuff that you don't understand. Uh, look, I I don't think that this would work for me. Um, look, Quintess, maybe um, get, yeah, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. We have we have a a, a problem to deal with, Brian. Uh, it's nice to see you, uh, and she see you put it down. Um, and then, like, she puts, like, a, like, a heavy gear on, like, the corner so it stays unrolled. Uh, so, uh, uh, she claps her hands. Uh, just, uh, what's the problem? Uh, there's strange energies beneath the city, similar to around Christmas time, and I believe that the city might be at risk, so I'm gathering the team back together? Oh, uh, you mean more evil words? Yes! Possibly! Um... Uh, sure, yes. Um, uh, you know, it's a little... Uh, you see, she pulls out a notebook a little early for a field test, but, I mean, she probably would be okay. Field she, she, test? She, she means muttering. Oh, n- uh, nothing, never mind. She puts the pad back in. Um, uh, let's go. Uh, I'll follow oh, you. I mean, okay. I guess I'll teleport. Yes! Uh, right away! Back to my home! And so, uh, yeah, I teleport back to the basement. And uh, what about my other texts that have been sent out? Has anybody else responded? So, I was going to say, um, the way that Vincent is right now is he, uh, Vic, do you still have that vampire living in your closet? I forgot about that. Yes. 
Yeah. So over the last couple of week weeks, Vincent's actually kind of a like common uh, sight in your house. He shows up and uh, proceeds to do his um, gig economy work, which is basically just you know draining himself of blood and handing it over to the vampire for profit. So like occasionally he will come over. Uh, he's got the blood bags. He's even got the little thing that like vibrates the blood bags so that it doesn't coagulate. <laughs> and he'll just go into your closet and sit there for like a couple hours, just basically filling up blood bags until he either gets paid or the guy's like enough. I like the idea that the vampire's like day trading on the phone and he sees you come in. He just like motions to you while you're still on the phone. Yeah, and then just like, like it starts feeding on you while he's while he's like, bye, sell. Uh, well, sorry, one second. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Neck play is extra. Otherwise, you just get the bags. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Vincent is just kind of sitting down and is in the middle of a, uh, a session when he gets the text. And he goes, hey, Vic, did you get a text from Brian? What? Yeah. Check your uh, phone. All right. I'm, I'm just going to call Brian. I'm not going to read the text. Okay. And so. Yo, hey. Hello, you have reached the cell phone of Brian the Beyonder. May I ask who is speaking? Hey, it's Vic. Uh, what do you need? Liquidator! Pleasure to speak with you! There is a problem similar to what happened at around Christmas time, and I require your assistance once more! Oh, God. Alright, uh, now's not really a good time, but, uh, if the world's ending, you know, uh, be there in a bit. Excellent! Thank you! Do you need me to teleport to your place, or would you prefer to take your vehicle? Actually, uh, Vinny's here, so uh, well, why don't you just pop over and you can grab both of us. Excellent! I shall be there momentarily! And so, yeah, outside your door in the hallway, you hear, and then knock, knock, knock. I love that he's polite enough to knock. Um, you you yeah. actually hear like a crashing sound, too. Hmm. Well, I uh, mean, he's not going to teleport inside your apartment. You might be naked. Um, okay, I'm gonna run over, open the apartment door, and then run to the closet, and- Greetings, uh, Liquidator! And so, yeah, as you're, uh, going to the closet, it is I, Brian the Beyonder, your friend! Oh, shit, if he's making a personal appearance, then this is bad, isn't it? Uh, uh yeah, hold on. Uh, Vic's gonna shove a laptop into the vampire's lap. Uh, look, I'm gonna be gone for an hour, maybe a couple hours. I need you to, to, to forward these EPS reports, uh, to, to Dirk as soon as they come in, alright? Uh, Vinny, come on. Uh, he's outside. Uh, it, hold on a second. I can't just turn this shit off like a spigot, you know? And you see him, he, like, pulls the thing out, puts, like, a thing on it. It's like, sorry, I think I cut it short. Uh, 10% on your next order? Alright, good. Oh, oh, he gets up and he, like, kind of wobbles a little bit. And he reaches into his bag and pulls out, like, a thing of apple juice. Just... <laughs> okay, right, come on, buddy. Alright, let's oh, go. Oh, Vinny. First you scalp video game consoles and now your own blood. Hey, would you prefer that I go back to making my money the way I used to do it? I just kind of quizzically tilt my head at him a little bit. You know, being a con man. <laughs> oh, you mean you stopped? <laughs> <laughs> Vincent is going to raise his finger as if he's going to make a point, and then he's just going to stop and go, You got me there. <laughs> Come! Yeah. We have no time to waste! And so, once the both of you are ready, I'm going to teleport us back to my house. So, we are in Brian's basement. If you will look here, one and all, we have some strange readings on this equipment that I have. And so, yeah, you see that the gauges are, uh, yeah, going out of whack once again. 
you know I have no idea what this means. Yeah, ditto. Also, why is Quintess dressed up like she's about to do, like, that VR video game and stuff? Honestly, uh, it's still better than that rabbit outfit. Wait, what? <laughs> well, um, well, you see, uh, uh, well, there was this lab, and, uh, I, I've had some blueprints, and, uh, in, uh, uh, it's a long story. Okay, you're doing science stuff, got it. <laughs> Alright, so, the thing's going weird. What, is this the end of the world or something? It, we need to investigate further, but anything that is a breach of this significance may very well be a peril to all those who live in Pacific City, as usual. Right. So, uh, looking at the at the thing, you're tracking you you were tracking its movements, and it seems to be uh, heading towards the 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 port. Okay. Huh. Hmm. Now that is new. What could possibly be at the port that would warrant such attention from whatever this thing is? Isn't that the place we, uh, breached dimensions last time? Maybe it's trying to get back. Hmm. A disconcerting thought if it is, a, if it is at all related to the previous problem there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to run upstairs and, uh, check in on my, uh, yeah. So I, I've still got a couple hours before my wife gets back from work, but uh, yeah, basically I've got like um, a couple of steaks that are, you know, marinating in the fridge at the moment. I've got um, basically, I've ordered in some flowers and the delivery guy is going to be here like any time. I'm not sure when. Like I just have so many irons in the fire right now and then you know, this is happening, so... You see you see, Vinny smell, sniff a bit, and then he's like, are those scented candles? So, oh, uh, you shall not pry into my private life, Vinny, and ask me no question about my scented candles! And yeah, I basically hurriedly close the uh, basement door and run back <laughs> down the stairs. So, if we are all ready, I suggest that we make haste! Lead the way, maestro. Very well! And so, yeah, I'm gonna teleport us all there. Alright, so back at the port, uh, Casilla, um, you, uh, yep. it, you start to feel kind of cool, um, like a, a, a bitter chill, uh, fills the air, um, and then you notice that the, uh, the water next to the, like, where your dinghy is currently sitting is starting to freeze over. Auntie! Hmm? Did you cut the concept of heat? It's cold. No, no, this isn't me. Is it? Is this land always this cold? I don't want to live here if it's going to be cold. Mm, you should have thought of that before you decided to drag us across the ocean. Oh, I don't have a, I don't have a jacket. I, I don't have, I, I need to find a jacket and, and, um, what Casila's been doing is um, she's been basically going to people like a around the port and, and handing them hand-drawn crayon drawings of um, the harpy, the um, uh, epimethia, and, and Mr. Medium, and, and say, um, have you seen this person? And um, it's, it's basically like one for each of them so like one that's just the, the robot and it says have you seen epimethia uh, one that's like a, a wrestler have you seen mr medium and then one that's a harpy and it says have you seen the hapri 
Also, I'd just like to point out that Epimethea visibly looks like a Greek statue, and at no point in any magazine or anything has anybody in public ever stated that she is a robot. Oh, okay, well... Yes, that's um, hidden information. Okay, sorry, my bad then. Just a big stat. Just a... It, 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 realistically, it, it wouldn't look like a robot anyways. It looks like <laughs> a fucking 10-year-old's drawing of, of a giant, like, like stat... If anything, it looks like a robot because Casilla is really bad at drawing things. Yeah, like it's all, it's blocky and it's all done with like a silver pencil crayon. So it just yeah. looks like a robot. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and and she's been going around to everybody being like, have you seen this statue? Yeah, uh, and the like, like the heroes of Torch aren't unknown, but also these don't look like the heroes of Torch. <laughs> so you're not getting a lot of... Uh, a lot of positive uh, feedback on these uh, when, when the, this cold front uh, appears. I, 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 at, the, at the moment, like leading up to the cold front, I'm, I'm going to start thinking like, maybe I did go to the wrong city. Nobody seems to know these famous heroes here. Oh, oh God, he's so cold. And I'm going to like strap on like extra layers of like like stuff in my bag like one of them is like um like an extra t-shirt and, and and like i'm gonna like get like a um kind of like a, a sleeping bag-esque like thing but i'm gonna like detach it so that it's just like the top half but yeah no i, I I'm, I'm gonna be like basically like be wearing like five or six layers of of clothing <clears throat> because i because never really like dealt with this cold before she, yeah. she she lives she's lived in southeast asia for most of her life yeah no this is a hell of a way an introduction yeah this is this is a, not a good introduction for her she's very like <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah um so if you look around uh you see a uh a woman in with uh, bluish skin uh, in what... I, I'm not even sure if Kazil would recognize that a, a ballerina's outfit or not, but... I might recognize a ballerina because that might have been in, like, a National Geographic. Ah, mm -hmm. um, uh, yes, the ballet! Yeah, it, well, it, like, I see a ballet... Women gain the ability to vote and they could be on the ballot, you know? <laughs> a, a ballet dancer. I think... Oh, Grandmaster, auntie, auntie, I think I have found a hero. I shall go and see them, and I shall see if I can find my my team. And I'm gonna go walk up to her. Excuse okay. me, Mister, Miss, Miss Ballet. Mm-hmm. Miss Ballet, are you a hero? Yeah, uh, and she she looks at you. And she says, "Oh no, darling." I am a star, and she's gonna wave her hands out uh, to either side and proceed to freeze the rest of the uh, uh, the harbor uh, and start erecting a giant stage made out of ice. <gasps> oh, is this what heroes do in the city? Well, wait, you should maybe contextualize that. I assume this is not like a harmless sort of freezing. This is a like people stands and people are being frozen right i mean it's mostly the water 
You know, where where all where all of the 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 boats that 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 do do the 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 shipping and stuff yeah. are those are frozen in, absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, Please. my business Please. line go down. <laughs> Liquidator, like, like he's like wa walking and he just ah, and he holds his chest <laughs> as if he's been wounded. Like ah, and then he pulls out his checkbook. <laughs> no, he pulls out like the roll of tape from like a stock ticker, starts looking at it. <laughs> I like the, uh, the idea that like he can reach into his clothing and just pull out stock ticker tape. Mm. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> Like, you know you can use a cell phone, right? It's like, yeah, but this is way more thematic. Miss Palette, Miss Palette, is it always this cold? It's very, it's very cold. Is this, uh, is this seasonal? Am I in Pacific City? Yes, yes, you're in Pacific City. Oh, good, oh, good. I've messed up twice now. One time I went to Hawaii. Ah. Uh, where, can, can you show me where I can find these heroes, please? And I'm gonna, like, put a picture of um, Mr. Nobody right in front of her. You mean Mr. Medium? Mr. Mr. Medium, yeah. I, I, I don't know who that is. It, Mr. Medium. He is a hero, and he is leader of the group known as Torch. Nat gets a reaction from her. Like, she's been mostly, like, ignoring you, like, constructing her ice stage. It's like, oh, oh, I, I know Torch quite well. Oh, good, you know them. Where can I yeah. find them? I wish to join them. I will be a great hero. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think that'll be possible. You see, you're going to be, uh, chilled to death. And she's going to attempt to freeze you. Oh, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, I think you know what the word death means. No, I know. I know. I, no, I you know see, when Yeshi cut death, the concept of death, she removed it from her vocabulary. I don't, e I I don't even know what it is. I don't know what chilled is, though, for sure. <laughs> death, wait, death, death, death. No, wait, that's bad. Are you going, are you, are you a villain? I, I feel like she's already started trying to freeze you at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So that's going to be, uh, let's just, I'll just make that a basic attack. Uh, so you're going to take four, uh, four damage as she just, uh, hits you with a, uh, a blast of, of freezing air. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, I'm going to start running. Yeah. So as you start running, the, um, uh, the Pacific City Zeroes, uh, uh, teleport onto the scene. Hey, Vic, you got a gold guy? Because I got these gold... Oh, shit. Oh, oh, hello. Do you know where these people are? Jesus <laughs> Christ. And oh. um, with that, Vinny is going to, like, grab his suit jacket and, like, throw it over like throw it over you. Since I'm assuming, even with the layers, it looks like you're really cold. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. Are you still, like, within a... Like, I, I assume you're, like, in talking distance to this lady, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, did we appear, like, right in front of her? You appear, yeah, because I assume uh, that Brian, like, brought you down as close as possible. Okay. I mean, is that not what Brian would do? Yeah. Okay. Um. My goodness, it's very cold here! Yeah. It's, my goodness, it's Christmas time all over again! Very bad. She is okay. trying to freeze me to death. Oh! And yeah, I'm gonna look past and... 
I'm assuming that I'm seeing um, the, uh, yeah, frozen ballerina in Hot Pursuit. Uh, not in Hot Pursuit. Uh, she is actually... <laughs> that was unintentional, but continue. Um, she is actually going to be summoning a number of backup dancers. So that's going to be... Hey, Brian, is this a relative of yours? Then, yeah, I'm just going to... Not all blue people know each other! All oh, right, yeah, all right. Like, oh, yeah, so you, you, you are blue, then? Yes. Literally yeah, has so blue skin, yeah. Same, same as the ballerina. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act very... Oh, no, there's another one now! Oh, <laughs> he's killing. Hey, 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 hey! And, like, um, this guy in the suit and a domino mask is gonna, like, throw his suit jacket over and go, Hey, alright, listen, I don't know what the hell's going on, but he's okay. Fuck her, though. Oh, okay. I will kill her. Uh, what? <laughs> what? And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get, get up and sort of, like, um, shuck off a couple of layers. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take up what you. Uh, I assume you guys couldn't really get a good, a good view of it because um, I was covered in layers and, and also probably huddling down a little bit, trying to, cons- like you know, constrain myself into a ball. But you see a fucking massive ass great sword, bro- broken great sword. Basically it was like a big, big ass handle and hilt, right? Yeah, basically a big ass handle and hilt come out of the, um, of the layers uh, as she's gonna sort of like turn back towards them and say, uh, are you heroes? You see the guy that was in the suit take his jacket back and then he kind of like makes the eh, like Quintess like looks back and forth and says, yeah, it also says, um, uh, I I think so. Good. Um, I am a hero too. I am, my name is Kasila. I am the apprentice of Grandmaster Yeshi. It is, I am pleased to meet you. And she's actually uh, going to like bow. Uh, uh, maybe th- we should uh, meet uh, when uh, we well, can talk the later. Lady. Right now, let's deal with the frigid woman. Oh, oh yes, yes, of course, of course. Yeah. So okay. for the Pacific City natives, you you do recognize this uh, this woman as uh, Prima Frosta, the uh, an ice themed ballerina uh, villain. So. Oh, she okay. escaped prison. Good for her. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I will say that uh, that Vindictive specifically knows that that she was uh, supposed to be one of the hopefuls on the on the Mad Chemist's uh, uh, team. Oh yeah, on the Mad Chemist team. So Vin- Vinny then looks over and then goes, "Ah, oh, shit, not you again." Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, but she was taken down by Torch. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and Brian, you can tell that. Uh, that uh, she that she is not just a a ice ballerina. She is a magical ice ballerina, and he uh, seems to have either absorbed or somehow harnessed the power of cold. Oh no! And uh, <clears throat> you there, madam, I would ask that you stop. Uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna look at her handiwork at the stage in the middle of the harbor. Uh, cease using these magical abilities of yours. For you see, they may prove to be dangerous indeed. They have threatened the city once in the past, and I believe that if you continue, you may be putting the city at risk once more. Brian, this is a woman who literally tried to work with the mad chemist. I don't think she's really concerned about, you know, the safety of the city. She tried uh, to work with the mad chemist? And, Brian, and then Vindictive uh, Vind- looks chemist? over you and goes, yeah. Is he a hero? No. Wait, no, wait. I am sorry. It's, it's a lot of things to take in. I am Ksila, 
I just, I, and I'm turning to like the, the next person. <laughs> I, I am Kasila. Uh, I am the apprentice of Grandmaster Yeshi. I am uh, a hero. Quint Quintess hey. is just like, you see, she's actually like furiously like turning knobs and dials on on the wrist part of the uh, equipment attached to her, and then she, you notice she's being like hitting the top of it, and then and then she just shakes her hand and then like nods for a second. Says, okay. Uh, and she's gonna reach her hand out towards uh, Prima Frost. Do you mind if I just take my turn, John? Yeah, sure. You can uh, hold on. Let me create a uh, a round tracker. Just uh, we'll just do uh, a three 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 uh, tracker, I think. All right. Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll start. <laughs> And uh, uh, there are nine. So there's Prima Frosta, and there are nine D10 Ice Ballerinas. If I'm reading the the scene correctly. Yes. All right. Alrighty. All right. And uh, well, Joey, have okay. at them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use uh, Void Hold. Um. That is a seven. Uh. So uh, I'm fine with a minor twist. Um. Uh, so, uh, Quintess puts her hand out, and, uh, you've seen her do this move before, uh, this is the one, one where, like, the tendrils shoot out and then, like, restrain, but you actually notice that, uh, in the past, the tendrils are just kind of, like, random, almost like, you know, shooting out like, a bunch of tentacles out of your hand might look, but, uh, after, you see, like, the equipment on her arms begins, like, activating and heating up. Um, and instead, the uh, points of void that shoot out are perfectly straight. Um, and they actually shoot out and, uh, let's see, that is hinder. So it's uh, a, a seven hinder, so I think a minus two. And it is persistent and exclusive. And that's on uh, Prima Frosta? That's on Prima Frosta, yeah. And so they, uh, as the uh, like perfectly straight tendrils wrap around, they disconnect and uh like loop around her arms and, and are now just like swirling like in perfectly uh circular like bands mm. um and yep that's uh that's her turn i'll pass to uh liquidator i guess all right oh boy um all right so we're in green are so uh hey john can you describe to me the the scene what where exactly are these D10 ballerinas with respect to us and with respect to um, uh, 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 the villain? Uh, so they are between you and the villain. They are are basically moving towards you guys. Uh, they can uh, they're walking perfectly on the ice. Um, Wait, are uh, they walking or are they skating? They're walking. Oh, but it's that ballet. Well, technically, walk, they're right? yeah, they're technically dancing. But yes, yeah, they aren't skating. I was imagining like sliding on their tiptoes, like. So, so just 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 to be, be clear, that there's a bunch of ice on the ground, like slippery ice. Well, they aren't they in in the water to some degree? Because you said part of the water was frozen too. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the, uh, yeah, you are like on the edge of the uh, like, of the, the harbor. Battlefield is the... half is half harbor and half the water of the harbor, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're coming from the harbor side. From the, okay. uh, the, the ice, from the the frozen ice area side, yes. Great. Uh, I can't do much to groups until we get into yellow, but um, let's try something. So since we're not on the ice at the moment, um, 
Liquidator's going to take advantage of his telekinesis ability and attack from a distance uh, using one of my green abilities. Okay, so he's going to reach into his uh, vest pocket and pull out one of his signature uh, rolls of quarters, but instead of balling it into his fist, he's going to like wind it up and throw it at one of these ballerinas as hard as he can, launching it forward with his telekinesis. Got that Yondu-like whistle-controlled arrow, but it's a roll of quarters. Exactly, with the idea of like hitting, hitting it hard enough that it, it shatters the ballerina. Just an Atano circus of quarters firing <laughs> out from fucking Liquidator's hand. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so mid-die on that is a, uh, a, a six. All right, uh, it's not enough to shatter it outright, but you do uh, knock an arm off. Okay, um, and with this ability, so I attack using my telekinesis ability, and I can also hinder the target using mind-eye. So uh, mind-eye is a, a two, so they're hindered for a minus one because I knock their arm off. Yep. Okay, and who are you passing to? Yeah, that's all I can do. Um, you know what? Uh, hey, uh, uh, new girl, let's see what you got. Pass the Casilla. Are we sure that's a good idea? I mean, the sword's fucking broken. Oh, Sam, uh, Sam you're muted. Uh-oh, did he Shit, have to run? Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Sorry, I, I, I am here. I just forgot that I muted myself. Ah. Um, so, um, Casilla's... Oh, okay. Um, uh, and so her sword is going to, like, as um, Harry's character start, says, like, are you sure it's... it's the sword's... Bro it's, it's actually going to start to glow. And she's going to take one step towards the the main the the uh, ice woman that that summoned all the ballerinas and she's gonna like step on the ice and then instantly go into a split because uh she didn't realize how slippery it was and, oh ah, it's slippery okay okay i can do something i can okay just isolate isolate think think and um, Kasila is going to attempt to um, cut the concept of slipperiness from this ice. Okay. Uh, and um, I, I, I'm not sure really how, how this works, but uh, can I make that into a, a galvanize um, to help boost everybody? Uh, yeah. Around by, by removing the, the hazard of, of slippery ice for everybody, essentially. Sure. Yeah, that works. Okay, so then I would roll... What, what do I roll then? Just my... Uh, so it's gonna specify a uh, a ability on that, so or a a power or quality. So your it says um, strength, so that's a D8. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. you pick a quality that you think uh, is good for this. So I would say maybe Mystic Lore is yeah. the yeah, that makes sense. All right, and, and then, then you then... roll your status die. All right, and then a D6. Okay, so. Uh, my middle from that is a, uh, a four. So, um, yeah. Um, and then it says, uh, boost using strength. Apply that bonus to all hero attacks and overcome actions until the start of your next turn. All right, so everyone gets a plus two. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Nice. And so, yeah, and then she's, she's going to be like, Ha-ha! I have done it! Fellow heroes of Pacific City! I have removed the slipperiness from this infernal cold stuff. Ice. All right. And I'm assuming as you do this, like you stand up on the yeah. ice, thus demonstrating that. And I'm, I'm just going to jump up and down on it too. Look, it's, it's not slippery. I am, 
I will explain how I did it. You see, uh, yeah. <laughs> who are you passing to? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll pass it to um, uh, I'll pass it to to to, to uh, Chris. Okay, so Brian's turn. So as you're attempting to explain this, I'm guessing that Prima Frosta is gonna launch an ice shard at you as your back is turned and you just hear, watch out! And uh, yeah, suddenly telekinesis grabs you and pushes you out of the way uh, before, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, then for Brian's turn, he is going to, uh, well, um, he's gonna use Scream of Tarval to attack um, all of the uh, backup dancers. So, uh, attack multiple targets using telepathy, uh, applying your Mindai against each. So I'm gonna attack all the enemies in the scene. Wait, do we have a scene? Oh, never mind. I'm in the wrong chat. All right. Okay, so that, and I am going to use my plus two bonus for this. Okay. My so... Mindai was a four, so that's six damage total against everybody in the scene. All right, so you managed to uh, take out um, three of them. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Uh, four, uh, four of them all together. Nice. Uh, the others are damaged, uh, so now there are only five D eight ice ballerinas. That's excellent. Okay, thank you. All right. And I'm gonna pass to uh, Prima Frosta. All right. Remember, remember, she has a persistent minus two. Yep, I know. Uh, so first. Uh, Primafrost's Ice Ballerinas are going to close the distance, so, um, one is going to attempt to, uh, put a hinder on Kisilla. uh, so Kisilla's gonna take a minus two hinder, uh, one is going to attempt to hinder, um, Quintess, it's gonna be another minus two, hinder for Vin, that's gonna be a minus three, Oh, I didn't, haven't done anything yet. I'm the birthday boy. No, you aren't. <laughs> is it, I is, mean, is she it, doesn't it, know that. Is it really, <laughs> is it really your birthday? It, it is Harry's not. It birthday but... like three weeks ago, and he's been milking it ever since. Yeah. Uh, I gotta use it once. Uh, minus two for Brian, and a minus one for the liquidator. Cool, thank you. Uh, and that's what they do on their turn. Uh, they're... They're mostly just causing interference, being in the way. Um, and then uh, Prima Frosta is going to uh, use her magical lore and cold powers and attempt to uh, basically freeze the void out. That sounds bad. So even with a minus two, uh, that's still enough to cancel out that that boot, that penalty. <clears throat> okay, so uh, as she uh, breaks out the uh, void strands, return like shoot back towards Quintess, and uh, at which point she sticks her hand out, um, and they like perfectly wrap around her fingers and enter her suit once again. All right. Uh, the uh, and the machine attached to her arm is visibly like loudly. Uh, like vibrating now as if it's perhaps being overworked but holding together alright and so she's going to pass to the environment so the environment is going to tick up um 
and the um, uh, and then the environment is going to introduce a challenge uh, on thin ice. Uh, so the the ice might not be slippery anymore, but some parts are not as structurally stable as others. Uh, so this is a uh, one box challenge. Uh, if um, and as long as this challenge is in effect, uh, if you roll a one on your on any of your dice, uh, you're going to be uh, stepping on some thin ice. All right, sounds good. All right, um, and then the environment will pass uh, to uh, uh, vindictive. Okay. Um, so I think I can pretty handily deal with um, the particular uh, the challenge because I have uh, the principle of ambition. Overcome an action where someone has given you a bonus from a boost and I use my max die and everyone gains a hero point. I'm just trying to figure out because the whole point of ambition is um, uh, there is something you want you strive towards no matter the cost. You will see paths to victory that no one else will. I'm trying to figure out if that actually applies to this scene, though, because really it's about vindictive needing to get money. Mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, the, the the question is, do, does profit in non-slippery ice? No, he doesn't. But the other thing I could also do is my principle of the undead, where um, I overcome where my undead nature comes in handy. And I basically, the idea is, yeah, Vin just starts, like, running out onto the ice and stepping in it, falling in, and instead of dying of hypothermia, just crawls back out and just basically keeps throwing himself in the landmines. Which also works. Okay. You could also purposefully give yourself horrific frostbite on one of your limbs and then just go around Mr. Deeds style using it as a weapon. <laughs> mm. Alright, so I'm going to use um, the principle of the undead here, and what um, Vin's going to realize is that the ice is thin in spots, and one of the ways that... Um, so yeah, he's basically just going to run out and be like, Alright, we need to get closer! Follow my lead! Alright, uh, so I got a four altogether, taking into account my minus one, so that is a success with a minor twist. Uh, okay. The twist of current principle of the undead. Uh, how did your undead nature unnerve those around you? So uh, uh, yeah, uh, turns out falling into freezing water like several times does in fact cause the body to react in various ways that are very uncomfortable to look at. You know, start saying that you start to see like Vinny's lips start to get a little blackened. You can see uh, bits of his like hands starting to swell because the fluid isn't moving too much, and he's kind of looking a little grim. Jesus. Ah, it's all in the day's work, boys. There, path's laid out for you. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, it'll come back to me in a few minutes. And you see him like shaking his hands, trying to get the blood moving again. The hand falls off. Oh, that that'll come back in a bit. Uh, um, just to check, um, is this hand like entirely frozen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, pretty much. Does it does it shatter when it hits the ground? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, that's a new one. But you also see, like, the stump from where the thing is. Like, you start to see, like, new bone growing out. And, like, the the tissue of the hand sort of, like, wee-knitting itself back together. Okay. It's something that all of you guys have seen before. But, uh, uh, sorry. I just want to... Kasila. Kasila. Uh, yeah, this guy is literally, like, re-healing before your eyes in a very unsettling manner. Um, yeah, Casey is, is like, 
looking at you and you like the way that you've been like that you acted like where you're like running straight into things without care and like um doing things like in like what is a essentially like a suicidal fashion kind of like um it it it's it doesn't like scare her per se as much as it's like holy shit what am i getting into is everybody right. fucking like this yeah. <laughs> are all heroes this crazy? Yeah, are yeah. you guys all able to do that shit? Because I'm not able to do that shit. Wait, can I do that shit? Auntie! <laughs> yep, and of course, this is happening before my eyes, and I'm just, of all the nights, I did not need to see that! Yeah, good God, man. Frozen assets are bad on a, a, a normal day, but this is something else. Hey, did you want to fall in that water, or should I fall in that water? Why, why did, did it anybody to need to? Why, why could it be none of us? Oh my god, we can talk about this later. <laughs> I will right. fall in the water. No, don't go in the goddamn. I, I, I did this specifically so you wouldn't have to go in the water. <laughs> oh, thank god. Okay, I was worried I was going to have to fall into the water. Oh, jeez. That's the top of a new round, right? Yes. Um, I will pass to... Um, I'm going to pass to Quintess. Okay, so we are still in green. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, remember that everyone has a minus two hinder. Uh, but we also have a plus but, two from. We have a plus two. Yeah. Yes, that is also true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to attack using void then. Um. <clears throat> attack using void, and I'm going to use finesse. This is about teleportation. Um, Alright, that's a f- uh, five. Which is a fail. Oh, wait, no, it's damage. Never mind. Uh, yeah. So, five damage. Uh, so, as the glove uh, begins whirring, uh, she you see her turn a dial and it begins to slowly die down as she puts her other hand out uh, and pulls a module off of her hip, which is attached with tubes. That's the purple ones. Um, and she presses her thumb into the center of it and then points it like a remote control towards where uh, Prima Frosta is. Um, and a disc fires out uh, and sl- almost like slides under Prima Frosta's feet um, and begins to pull her in. Uh, um, and uh, she is pulled into the surface and then... Uh, no one like it's it's fast enough that you don't see where the exit is, but she's fired out into. So it says I can move them anywhere else nearby. Can I shoot her into the water? Sure. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna fire her into the water, um, and uh, she takes uh, five damage. Okay. Yeah, not so great now, is it? Um, and I'll say she goes next. All right. Uh, well, uh, and what that means is that uh, if she goes next, I decide who goes after her. Okay. So she can't pass to her. I get to decide who goes after. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so now that you guys have all are all hindered, the ice ballerinas are going to take a shot at each of you. So that's going to be five for uh, Brian, one uh, for Vindictive. One for Quintess, uh, three for Casilla, and um, just so from, like for me, I do get I, I reduce damage by one, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it's actually two. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Yeah, and I, uh, I think John was always just going to tell you the damage you take, and then you'll just you can yeah. just reduce it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just yeah. I just wanted to make sure because mm -hmm. uh, it's the first time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You. It'll. Yeah. You get the reduced. Uh, and then uh, liquidator uh, will take three. Uh, so that's what they're doing. Um, so uh, Prima Frosta, the uh, so basically ice begins to form around where she landed. Uh, she rises up on a big pillar of ice uh, and is now covered in uh, mystical ice armor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but is her hair ruined? Ah, uh, it's under a helmet. You can't tell. So it's ruined. <laughs> the moral We've victory won the is moral mine. victory. <laughs> Wait, she's a ballerina that... Oh, never mind. She doesn't normally wear a helmet. She just has one on now. Yes. Okay. This is for the Nutcracker suite, uh, and the nuts that she's cracking is us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah. And that's her turn. So who's she passed to, Joey? Uh, who wants to go next? I don't get any sort of mass group attacks. I can attack up the two targets while I'm in green if we want to try and thin the numbers of the, the ballerinas again. Sure. I'm basically all support uh, for the first uh, when I'm in green, so I can't really do much right now. Uh, you can always uh, choose to just attack regularly without using oh. your abilities. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I can just do that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the, the basic actions you can always take are attack, overcome, boost, and hinder. Okay. Uh, and you just will use your mid die for that. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so sorry. Who's going? Uh, uh Vin. Vinny. All right. Okay. So Vinny now down a hand. Um, basically looks at the ballerinas and says, "All right. Well, there's one thing I, I don't know a lot about this ballet, but I do know ballerinas tend to use their feet. So, uh, he reaches into his thing, uh, his jacket pocket, pulls out a gun." and uh, shoots himself in both feet. Literally. And he is, yes, he is gonna use the Vindictive Special. So I attack at the two targets using Vindictive Aura, and then I take damage equal to my min die, my mid die, sorry. So that's D8, Discipline, and uh, D6. Uh, so my mid die is six damage to two of the ballerinas as he shoots himself in both feet and then goes, oh, oh, still got a feeling there, I guess. Puts the gun back in his jacket pocket. And again, you start to see um, the wound begin to close up as I'm assuming like two of the ankles of the ballerinas, if they're uh, just basically shatter out from under them and they fall to the ground and uh, are destroyed. Yeah, uh, well, one, one, only one of them is destroyed. The other one ah. is... Does you did manage okay? One of them only would lose one foot, I guess. Yeah, it has to. It like quickly hops over to the other foot while maintaining yeah. balance. Mm -hmm. Are you okay? Do you have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I got a lot of problems, but this ain't one of them. And he points down to his shoes, and you can see that even the shoes are starting to like re knit themselves together. Oh, you're wearing that suit today? Yes. <laughs> you are a strange man. Welcome to Pacific City! Strangeness is our middle name. Thank you. My name is Kasila. I am the apprentice of Grandmaster Yeshi. I will be a hero. Another time! Let's deal with this first. Who are you passing to? Uh, I'm gonna point... I'm gonna pass to Kasila. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. 
You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.